Bonjour, Nicholas. Bonjour, Raimondo. How are you? I am excellent, thank you. Um, do you have a nice cold beer in your hand? I do have a nice cold San Miguel lager in my hand. Excellent. I know we said beers on the last podcast, but I've actually gone for a, uh, a nice glass of Malbec, if that's all right. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, you, you do know that is the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not tonight. It's not. It's the blood of... Well, it's, it's mine. It's, it's my drink. Okay, that's it. It's your drink. Okay, fine. You, you enjoy that. Yeah. Nothing to do with Christ. Um, how's your... Uh, <laughs> obviously, I'm looking at you on Zoom. How's your hair doing? Oh, right. I see. Yeah, my hair. Lockdown hair. Yeah. I haven't been able to get a haircut in over two months. I've yeah. got hair, hair, as you can see, like a Lego man. Can you imagine <laughs> unclipping it at the sides and being able to take it off and pop it on like one of those white heads that hairdressers practice on. Yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's the worst hair I've had since it's got to be 1995 when I had a wedge. Yeah, we all had pretty terrible hair in 1995. Wedges and curtains. Do you remember them? Yeah. And I, I, think they're, I think they're coming back into fashion. Do you know what I mean? Well, there you I go think then. We've got to that age now where what was cool when we were younger is actually gone out of fashion and now it's coming back into fashion okay. crazy dig out the old track suits then yeah absolutely get the shell suits on the go <laughs> don't stand near a flame though Raymondo, how's your week been? Have you did you watch that Night Stalker thing I told you to watch? I have been watching it. I love it. I think I've got one or two episodes left. Absolutely Sweet. love it. it as good, I said, right up my street. Love a love a good murder and a bit of sexual. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> I love a bit of murder and sexual good. assault. Obviously not in real life, just on. Okay. Well, that, it was in real life, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. So you but, can't, that's not a drama you're watching. But, <laughs> that actually happened to real but not, people. Not in my life. <laughs> no, true. No. But no, it is good. It is a very good, uh, well put together documentary. I, um, the way they've stylized it in the sort of 80s kind of vibe is uh, it's good. It's but to know, I'm glad you actually watched it. Um, so what have we got coming up today on the Little Pickle podcast, episode number four? Episode number four, we have got our new stories of the week, uh, which we always do. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that this week. Yeah, you got a good one? Uh, I think so. Time will tell. Cool. Looking forward to hearing about it. After the news stories of the week, we're going to roll on to our main theme uh, of this week's podcast. And that will be professionalism in, uh, in line with, I don't know, the, the music industry or working as a musician, a performing musician. Um, kind of along the same theme that we've been running uh, for the last three episodes. Um, Russ and I will just give our expertise and um, anecdotes on things we've experienced, the do's and don'ts of um, working as a, as a professional musician. Uh, after that, I'm going to give you my six asides. Uh, you gave us your six aside team last week. I am going to give you mine this week. And honestly, we are definitely going to beat you. So don't worry about it. You're not going to beat us. Okay. As we I said, I went into great detail last week. My six aside team will be superior. I don't think there are better musicians out there you could choose for your six aside team, but I'm very excited to hear about it. We'll see. Okay. So you've got your six aside team coming up. And then after that, I'm hoping uh, you've sorted out a Karen of the week. I have sorted out a Karen of the week and uh, I will send you over uh, an image in due course because uh, it doesn't really need explaining, but it, it follows on something. So it's easier for you and then I can explain it to the listener. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and then after that, you can uh, do a little uh, education, educating me, chin You've scratchers. Got, you don't even know. This is, the, this is the third time and you don't know. The chin scratchers lounge is not educating Ray anymore. 
Okay. No, but either I, way. I got there. I said chin scratches, but I couldn't yeah. remember whether you were sticking with chin scratches ball or chin scratches lounge. So. Which, which would you prefer? Uh, I don't think it really matters. No, I think by that point, no one's listening anyway. So it's just all right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we're going to kick off this episode of the Little Pickle Podcast uh, with our news stories of the week. I believe you went first last week, Ray Mondo, so I'm going to go first. Um, so I was looking for a funny news story, something that would evoke some sort of you know emotion. Um, and to be quite honest with you, uh, I only found one really today that I want to talk about, and that is the, the, the sad death of Sir Tom Moore. 100 years old, uh, died today of covid um, for anyone that doesn't know who uh, Sir Tom Moore is, he's a, um, a veteran, uh, English veteran who served in Burma in World War II, and he raised almost thirty-three million pounds for NHS charities by doing a hundred laps of his garden in his Zimmer frame. You know, this is when he's ninety-nine years old. He only wanted to raise a thousand pound. Oh, that was the that was the target, and ended up raising thirty three million. He's an absolute inspiration to the entire nation during this difficult time, and I wanted to talk about him today, not only to pay homage to him, um, but I, I think he represents something that's that's missing from modern society in the fact that you know we are going through a lockdown, a national lockdown, and times are, are difficult, you know, but this guy went through a time where you know we had rationing. You know, people are getting their knickers twisted because they can't get a McDonald's. But these guys went through times when you had to ration out butter and things like that. They also went through a time where you had the Blitz. And, you know, you were being asked to go down underground while your houses were bombed up on the, up in the, um, you know, up above, well, the train stations, wasn't it, in, um, in London? Yeah. They went through that, you know. And also he was asked to leave the country and go and fight and possibly die in a foreign field, you know. Us lot now, we're struggling. I mean, I, I'm talking about Max in, in last week's, you know, you remember the guy that was 28 years old and he just has to have house parties. He has to have people yeah. around, you know. you know. You know, we're being told to stay indoors and watch TV and we can't even do that without, you know, cribbing about it and breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. This fella went through the rationing, he went through the blitz, went and fought off in a different country. And then at 99 years old, he's walking around his garden, raising money for the NHS at a time when we most desperately need the NHS. An absolute legend, a real legend. Yeah, ma massive, massive legend for sure. I mean, I think that phrase legend gets banded around way too much nowadays. Mm. But um, considering the amount that he achieved in the last year of his life, like he, he, not that he actually waited, like, but to use the phrase, he waited until the last year of his life to have that much of an impact. Like, mm. obviously, he did so much more in his life, but I'm just saying, in the last year of his life, the amount that he did without with doing so little as well, mm. like, just him as a person, just brought the whole nation together. Um, it's just such a simple thing, but I think that just goes to show the the little the little things that people can do uh, can inspire many, many others. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Just to even, even compare him to people like Max. Mm. Um, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, can I just raise a glass? Yeah, can let's we, do it. We raise our glasses. Absolutely. And, and cheers over, yeah, over nice. Zoom. 
Ah, nicely done. I like that. Tom Moore, absolute legend. Um, but speaking of the COVID pandemic, my next news story, Nick, uh, the one that I want to talk about is uh, a teenager that was involved in a car accident in Staffordshire on the 1st of March last year. Right. He's been in a coma since then and has only just woken up from the coma. First of March last year. So he's completely missed the whole pandemic, had absolutely, obviously no idea any of it's gone on. Imagine waking up from a coma that you've been in for 11 months and somebody telling you what's happened in the world in the last 11 months. Would you believe it? That's crazy, isn't it? That's like, that's like a really weak version of like a zombie apocalypse. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you wake up after a coma, the whole world has changed, but instead of it being desolate and overrun with zombies, you've just got people staying indoors, pretty much, unless your name's Max. Um, that's crazy, though, because you wouldn't... Like, when they woke up, you'd be like, oh, my God, you're awake. It's been, like, time. By the way, um, a couple of yeah. things we need to update you on. You know? yeah. well, how long have I been out for? What did I miss? I, he's well, like, why are you wearing all that silly, like the mask and the, and the gloves? What is and all wrong that with shit? me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would literally be like waking up in a horror movie, wouldn't it? That would it be would. so, so scary. But yeah. But That's no, crazy. So fair play to Joe. I mean, I, I, w- if you had the choice, would you, would you be asleep for 11 months to miss all of this and wake up today or would you uh, or are you grateful for the fact that you've although it's been a completely shit time especially for us musicians are you still grateful that you went through it or would you rather just sleep for 11 months and miss all of this that is a very good question um coming from the point of the fact that i absolutely love sleep 11 (laughs) months of sleep does sound good however (laughs) do you know what one day i want to be able to sit there with little children gathered around me with other people around so i'm not getting any (laughs) your your children right yeah yeah and i'd like to be able to say to them yeah i was there i went through the the pandemic and i could i could really exaggerate how bad it was you know probably write a song about it one day yeah i might write a song about it one day actually in the key of d major why why d major i don't know because it's one of those keys that's like it gives you a bit of hope a little bit of inspiration you know i'd go g but whatever well you know, you say potato, I say potato, which is wrong. I should say potato too. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, it literally anyway. didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work at all. But your, your question thrown back at you, would you rather sleep for 11 months or would you rather have lived through this time? Um, I, I just, I, I just really wish I could have that 11 months back. If I'm completely honest, I know that's not an option, but I just feel like well, no, that wasn't an option at all. I didn't give. <laughs> I just, it's just been shit, and it? it's just been really, really fucking shit. And I, I, I said that I wasn't going to swear on this podcast, but I think that deserves it. Oh yeah, I um, think that's justified. It's just been shit for everyone, and especially if, if you're a musician and you rely heavily, solely, on um, getting out and working and paying your but bills and mortgage. The thing is, <laughs> it's not just that though, is it? It's not just. I think people need a sense of purpose and whether you're a musician, because at, at the end of the day, I miss playing, making music. I miss making oh, mate, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss performing it and I miss going out on the road with my friends, you yeah. know, um, as much as, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if hairdressers feel the same way, but they have a purpose. They wake up and they go, yeah, I'm a hairdresser. That's what I do. That's yeah. what I'm going to go and do. And that's all been taken away and people, 
are starting to lose their identity a bit. And I think each day of this, it goes past where, you know, no one has any plans because everything's getting cancelled or has been cancelled. You've literally got nothing to look forward to. Those who are lucky enough to be working, that is literally your life. Yeah. That is it. And those who aren't fortunate enough to be working uh, on furlough or whatever, I was speaking to one of my neighbours the other day and he's going out of his mind with boredom. Like, Mm. you know, and he says it's it's not having a sense of purpose. It's driving him nuts. And I think think people are becoming a lot more aware of life. Life, You know, that no one's distracted anymore by being busy constantly, consequently. Everyone's much more aware of life now and had time to think about things. And maybe that's why there's an increase in sort of mental mental issues happening uh, as a byproduct of this. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. I think it's given everyone a chance. I, I, I genuinely believe it's what, what we as a human race needed, like just for mm. everyone to stop and take stock of the situation and just realize that a, it's nice to be outside. Um, mm-hmm. Like when, when you can only go outside for X amount of time a day, suddenly you really, really want to do that. And then suddenly you realize, Oh, actually it's quite nice outside. Isn't yeah. it? You don't need to be sat in an office five days a week um i think that's a huge benefit to the world if we can carry on not doing that yeah um, and just live music entertainment yeah like just people need that like it's totally like you know netflix and everything has been great but you're just never ever going to be a, a live experience whether that's theater dance comedy True. just sitting sitting next to people in a and experiencing something at the same time as other people you just yeah. cannot recreate or replicate that i don't think so you i'm can't. buzzing buzzing to be back on the stage and giving that experience to people well i'm buzzing too and i'll tell you um i read a thing the other day about when they had the spanish flu over here or in the yes. world <clears throat> and once they got rid of it that, that is the reason why the roaring 20s are known as the roaring 20s because apparently like yeah. i think people just went mad for it you know once once they could again everyone just went mental and then we could be very busy people if um if that's the case hopefully bring on the mentalness i'd love to all right that's our new stories of the week okay so we're gonna now get on to our main theme of this week's podcast uh episode four of the little pickle podcast um we're gonna stick with the same theme that we have done throughout the entire series so far that is life as a working musician and this week's um, theme or topic for discussion if you like is is professionalism so I will get us started off uh, the first thing I want to touch upon is just basically general day-to-day etiquette um, you know and that can be anything from turning up on time or and with enough time to troubleshoot any problems that may arise that do arise let's be honest um, and treating people who you're having to work with so like from sound engineers to djs to catering staff to uh wedding planners treating people like that uh with the same respect that you expected to be treated with you know and not having this sort of um complex about yourself this unjustified sense of arrogance because i'm a musician i'm the singer i'm this i you know what i say should go um and people should sort of pander to me a bit what, what do you think about that, Russ? What's, where's your? Do you think I'm on the on the right track there? Yeah, no, I think you're on the money. But just so we're clear, the singer is the most important person. Sure. Anyway, um, moving on. Uh, so, what do you think about like turning <laughs> up on time, um, not having an arrogance? <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
no i think uh, to, to, to go back to the very first point turning up on time um uh, ironically you're making that point um i no, am I, never i don't yeah, understand what you mean you've got you've got a lot better but back in the day you were terrible at being on time you know no, you, were. you no, know that you are no i don't i tell you you've got <laughs> i i turned did i ever miss a gig <laughs> we're talking about turning up on time and missing a gig completely That's well yeah two if different i didn't turn up on time i'd have missed a gig no you can yeah. still be late and do the gig can't you you Lock just miss up. all of the loading classic oh sorry i was stuck in traffic um, i was before we even chat about this i'm happy to get the rest of the band on and ask them all who's always the last one at a gig Yeah, but this is nonsense <laughs> this is nonsense this is just people ganging up on me no need for it i am always on time and not only that i'm the first one loading the speakers out and i'm the first one loading them back in okay you're also the biggest liar um no, there is my nose growing <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of bands that obviously don't turn up on time it must mm-hmm. be so so frustrating i genuinely don't know how that feels i think i've probably been late once or twice for a gig genuinely not my not my fault um sure. but yeah it's massively it's just it's just the right thing to do in any job i don't think it even needs to be mentioned does it but there is that there is that stereotype that musicians are just like we discussed last week lazy they turn up late they do what they want blah blah but no um uh, i i don't like and i try not to uh allow my bandmates to get in the habit of being late because i think it's super super unprofessional um and just general etiquette yeah like you said working with other people whether it's caterers or whatever um for the most part we we're lucky we get to turn up and do the job that we want to do and that we like there's lots of other people that work at events whether it's a wedding or a corporate event or whatever that don't necessarily work there doing the job that they love um Mm. so uh just be nice to them just yeah it is true i've um even like non-wedding gigs where I've been in like originals bands and you've turned up to some sticky hell hole in the middle of nowhere where nobody's bought any tickets. Yeah. It's going to be a washout, but you've still got some guy on the stage during sound check, ordering the sound engineer about calling them names, calling, you know, and sound engineers, man, they have to put up with these people all the time. I do feel, I do feel for them. Do you know what I mean? musicians and uh, particularly people within the entertainment industry as a whole uh, on the performing side of it do tend to have well they're a lot more in touch with their emotions shall we say and it's sometimes you do sort of feel sorry for like the backstage hands and that the unsung heroes really you know at the end of the day when you've brought the house down and people are chanting your name and carrying you out on their shoulders which has happened to me countless times obviously has um no no not once um anyway when that's happened and you know the, the sound engineer has done a great job but no one's no one's patting him on the back you know no one's slipping 500 pounds into his back pocket for doing a good job are they and that happens to me all the time <laughs> doesn't so yeah i mean general etiquette turn up on time wash um you know don't be a prima donna understand that where everyone is working towards the same goal you know help each other out don't be a dick so i was waiting for the the classic david brent quote no 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 (laughs) No, none of that not on this podcast um so anyway yeah that's okay that's uh, that's how i'll get us started anyway did you want to have anything to throw into that mix no i think just uh, just in terms of uh, you know we we again uh, can speak about our band um because that's the band that we've had for a very very long time now and um I think the difference between 
us and other bands is that for the most part i've not really seen many other bands that have just still use the same members like of course we've had a couple of member changes you can't do anything about the fact that our drummer wanted to become a, an air traffic controller so yeah. we changed you know we've got a different drummer now um life happens uh, but for the most part we don't um put together a band on a friday night for someone's wedding uh, or for an event on the saturday uh, which unfortunately happens a lot in the industry um, i've been that person for another band that's turned up to a gig on a friday um uh, one one time i got a phone call on a saturday morning to um no one sorry i tell a lie it was the friday night so i'll give them a little bit more time and that was to uh to go and support a very very well-known act uh, up at a, a, an arena uh, and I got asked to do it on the Friday night before the gig on the Saturday yeah. so um, that stuff does kind of happen and I just think it's but, bad but that isn't just they've had a member pull out and they need to find someone to replace them that's very much somebody has somehow managed to get in a position where they get offered these gigs say you get six offers on a Saturday night for weddings or whatever and these people are basically creating bands out of people that they know so yeah. the band you you might have logged on and seen a video of the band that you've booked but the band that you actually receive on the night just you know different people completely different people never played together before at all and they're just people all from the same wedding function circuit who happen to know how to play i feel good james brown so you jam out at the time and yeah you know and, and that's great if all you really give a shit about is putting on a band and there's music and there's sound but man if you if, you know if that's the case just just get an ipod and put it through some speakers you know because all you're getting is a karaoke band do you know what i mean yes yeah. there's no you, there's no substitute for the general the genuine sort of camaraderie on stage the uh and uh, togetherness of an actual band you know? and the band's just knowing like their stuff like my pet peeve you know what this is but this it annoys me so much i can't even explain singers guitarists drummers whatever using ipads like mm -hmm. i get it I've, I've i'm fully aware that if you're playing a show that you've never played before and if it's sheet music as in like the work that I do, I turn up on a cruise ship and I give the band my sheet music. We have a rehearsal and then we play the show. They're going to have iPads, but a singer should not need an iPad to sing Valerie. A guitarist should not need an iPad to know what the chords are for Sweet Home Alabama. Mm. Like it literally it's such a shame, but the whole idea of just party band band it, i just feel like it's losing its integrity because of people just turning up with ipads because basically it's just glorified karaoke well that's that's what it is isn't it um it shows a complete lack of i don't know dedication to your craft i guess i mean uh, yeah i get it if you're thrown in the deep end and there's a load of songs you don't really know that well but i'll be honest with you russ i've seen bands who i know have been together for some time and they're still using iPads for the same songs they've been playing for years. This is and my like, point. I'm not being funny. There is nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, entertaining about someone literally reading off an iPad while they're singing and supposed to be 
running the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine, imagine going to an Adele concert. Imagine it, going to an Adele concert and sitting there and she's literally just reading from an iPad, looks up to say, thank you very much when she finishes the song, then looks back down and yeah. carries on. You know, it's, I'd be embarrassed personally. If it was me, I'd be embarrassed. I've had to use iPads on ship contracts like yeah. the musicians you've worked with because yeah. you are given a whole load of songs I've never even heard before, you know. Yeah. Um, so you kind of need it. But eventually you do you get it in your head and you forget it. But there are some people that are just way too reliant on an iPad now. But it's an easy get out. It's an easy get out. I don't really need to learn the songs. I don't have to because it's all there. But yeah. while you're reading that, no one's dancing. No one gives a shit. It's boring. It's like me yeah. reading a newspaper on stage. I mean, I'd be all right with that. Well, are you going to come and see my newspaper show that as soon as we're allowed to have gigs again? Yeah. Just a one-man show, just me, reading several different newspapers from okay. the day. You know. What, from that day? From that day. It goes on for about four hours. I was going to um, say, let's hope it's a good news day. Well, if it's anything like today, then yeah, it would be because I just wax lyrical about Sir Tom Moore. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, what, what, else, what else is your, your pet? What's your pet peeve? I'm giving you my pet peeve. What else have you seen that you think, oh, I just, you just shouldn't be doing that? Or, or there might be something that you've seen that you go, I love that. That's great. Um, do you know what? I, in, in all the years I've been doing this, I haven't loved anything. Um, <laughs> I've not seen anything. <laughs> no. It's probably time to give it up. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Get a proper job. Retrain. Thanks. Yeah. Um, no, the one thing um, I've experienced the excruciating cringe fest that is um, there's, there's a couple of gigs that we've done and it was in the interval where people are sort of we're milling about, we've been invited to the buffet and whatever, and you're milling about in amongst the guests. Um, and I've heard certain members of a band that I've been part of talking well within earshot of other guests and using the most foul language and, you know, using like this gutter toilet talk, you know, and, and thinking it's all right. And yeah, backstage it is okay. Do you know what I yeah. mean? But out there and you know people could hear these people and we and you know there were complaints and stuff and it's like and just so we're clear this what this isn't this isn't our band is it this is no no this this isn't our band this is a totally different band but it was still very uncomfortable to be part of it well i wasn't part of it i was just there you know but you're automatically like yeah you're automatically part of it because you are part of the band so yeah exactly and oh just you know and i had a complaint from the client oh so and so used the c word we're playing a school prom for Christ's sake. And, and someone in the band is stood by the headmistress or whatever. And they're, you know, they're just chatting and then they're using the C word casually, which, you know, if, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But I'm like, man, have, have an idea about your surroundings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and automatically you're then blacklisted and, and that's it. There's no ifs, no buts, you know, it doesn't matter that, you know, five sixths of the band didn't say anything. You know, if you've got one, bad band member then you've got six bad band members yeah absolutely yeah i think it's anything like that is it's impossible to kind of because what we do is like one-off events like obviously we have repeat customers etc but we only let's say for example if we do a christmas party we do it once a year for the same client great we do it every year but if one year we have a bad year and something bad happens we don't get a chance to prove ourselves again Mm -hmm. because they just won't book us 
Yeah. If something bad happens to the point where it upsets somebody, they just won't book us. It's not like you get to turn up to work the next week and you're there for five days a week and you can regain yeah. that trust. Yeah. Once that's gone, that's gone. You don't get pulled into HR where you've got to explain yourself and say, oh, I'm sorry I used that language. I shouldn't have done it. You know, slap on the wrist, back to your desk, crack on. Yeah, you don't no. get that chance, you know. No, it doesn't happen. Uh, I hear what you're saying. You no, me? I think I think we're pretty much there. I think um, for for the most part. I mean, there's there's a whole world of things we could talk about, oh, things yeah. that have happened, and things that we like and things that we don't like. But I mean, for the most part, it, a lot of it's just common sense, isn't it? But yeah. um, all right, so that's good. So that's our uh, our main chat of the week. Next, we're going to go on to. Uh, can, can I do my six aside next? Is that all right? Yes, I'd love to hear your six aside and how they're not going to beat my six aside. Just as a reminder, can you remember what your team was? Yes, I had Prince in goal. Okay. I had um, Nothing Compares to You video, uh, Sinead O'Connor and 2007 Meltdown Britney because they've both got skinheads and therefore they're hard. Yeah. Um, I had Karen Carpenter on the wing and Mick Jagger on the wing and I had Stevie Wonder up front. Okay. All right, so on the opposite side of the six aside pitch. Now what I've gone for is because I know your lineup, right? I've gone for a slightly different formation in terms of, uh, I'm thinking about quick feet yep. and outnumbering your skinheads at the back. So okay. I've gone for a goalie and then I've got a one, two, one formation. One, two, one. Okay. So it's, so it's very attacking. So effectively, I've got one defender. But in goal, straight away, um, just because she's got a hell of a voice and she can really dictate and command from her box, Tina Turner. That is a good shout. That is a good shout. She and is she's got big as... hair. I don't see how that plays into it at all. Well, it's like the um, that goal, Columbia goalie that did the uh, scorpion kick. Yeah, but there have been other goalkeepers of better quality that had short hair. But fair enough. If you're <laughs> going to recruit your goalkeeper on the length of their hair, you crack yeah. on. You know, she was known as Tina Butterfingers Turner for, for a long no, time. she wasn't. Um, right. In defence, my one defender, Meatloaf. Uh, so good. Yeah, but uh, Meatloaf, <laughs> he's going to be hard to get past, but he's not got much pace, has he? He's yeah, not... but it's a six-a-side pitch. Yeah, but he, okay, fair enough. Meatloaf's a good shout. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're you. going to have a very loud back. back That's two, what I'm thinking. You know? I, I'm trying to match your scariness. Um, so, and then my midfield, I've got Elvis on the right. The king. Yeah. I mean, Gr- you're never going to lose with the king, are you? <laughs> you <know? laughs> exactly. I mean, back in his day, definitely he would have been quick. Yeah. Great feet as well. Great mover, great shaker. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and pretty loud as well himself, you know. He grew up <laughs> singing gospel. He's pretty... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident he could shake things up. Um, bad pun, I know. Uh, I'm literally, as you keep saying, it's pretty loud team. I'm looking at the rest of my team going, it's a pretty loud team. It's pretty loud throughout. On the left wing, James Brown. Right, okay, yeah. Again, yeah. great with his feet. So yeah. I'm thinking quick feet around your two skinhead centre-backs. It's the only way we're going to do it. I can't, well, I'm not going to be able to match them for power, but for, yeah. but for pace and agility. No, it's you like, can't beat Karen Carpenter. She's the quickest of all the dead singers. Okay, but James Brown and Elvis in my midfield. And then up front, this is a bit of a curveball. And I think I, I don't think he, he definitely can be considered a singer, but okay. I've got Hugh Jackman. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> He's an actor. <laughs> he's a singer. Yeah, he's sung a song, but he's an actor. That's well, his. That's his trade, isn't it? 
he was in, yeah, but he was in Lane. When was it? Okay, okay. Let's 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 ask this. When was the last time you bought a Hugh Jackman album? <laughs> I'm sorry, your 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 front man does not qualify for this six aside okay. tournament. When was the last time you bought a Britney Spears album? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's supposed to be made up of musicians and singers. Hugh Jackman is an actor. Hugh Jackman was in Les Mis that he sang a lot in. Andy right. was in The Greatest Showman that he sang a lot in. But he is a singer. So, so answer me this. Riddle me this. Did he act in any of those films? Uh, yeah. The word being films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're he, musical films. If you say Hugh Jackman to someone, do they go, oh, what, Hugh Jackman, the singer come actor? No, they don't. I, look, I understand you're upset and I understand that you're mad because well, we're going think... to win and it's okay. You're not going to win because you haven't got someone up front. I have. I've got a huge... <laughs> you haven't. And you've only got, you've only got four players. <laughs> Can you not count? Oh, yeah. You've only got five players, one of which isn't, isn't allowed because he's an actor. You have four <laughs> players and you think you're going to kick our asses. Yeah. Hey, Mick Jagger's going to tear you apart. No. All right. No. You know okay, you've won. Fine. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the end of it. Um, I didn't realise. Yeah, I have. I can't count. Didn't realise that. Yeah, six is a difficult number to get to, though. To be <laughs> fair, mate. <laughs> when you're trying to put musicians in a completely sorry made musicians. Up... <laughs> no, I think I think we've got. A, there's a bone of contention there. There's a ringer. <laughs> yeah, I've got a ringer. All right. Do you know what? If, if only we could. Can we set this up on like FIFA? Yeah, you'll struggle to find Hugh Jackman under the musicians list. (laughs) But Tina Turner will be there. Tina Turner will be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right. So you don't think that my five men team are going to beat your six men team? I generally, what I think of, imagine you managing Manchester United. You've got a few like good players, and up front, you've just put a plumber in there, or you've put you've put a neurosurgeon who's great for like fixing your brain, but not so good. Not so good with the other stuff. Up front, yeah. I, I right. just I just don't understand where to start with it. You don't have a musician up front and you've only picked four players. <laughs> All right. Do you know what? Maybe it needs some work. Maybe I'll come back to it next week. You think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. With that, with that absolute monstrosity. I can't even believe I can't even count to six. Retard, um <laughs> with that, um, can we jump to my Karen of the week? Karen, she's done it again. My Karen of the week, Nicholas, is a uh, it's a tweet response to Piers Morgan. Uh, kind of takes us back to the very start of the podcast where you're talking about the legend that is Sir Tom Moore. So Piers Morgan announced on his Twitter uh, that Tom Moore had uh, contracted COVID. And somebody's response was, has he not had the vaccine question mark given his age i would have thought he would have had it weeks ago hope he has a speedy recovery get well soon sir tom so my point is from this um people comment and share things without even an ounce of effort to find out any information whatsoever so straight away just has he not had the vaccine question mark uh, and the guy, the best thing about this is the guy that's commented, his name is Mike Hunt. Brilliant. Um, so do you understand what I'm saying? Please say you're with me on this one. I understand. Mike Hunt sounds like something that you shouldn't no, say. No, no, no. I'm, I'm oh, on right. about, I, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on about what he's responded with. 
Um, I understand in the fact that I, I actually know. In fact, I, I don't like. I don't know if um, Sir Tom Moore had the vaccine. Okay, know. so so at this point, instead of commenting, would you look and would you read and find out before you commented? Hmm. I expect so, yeah, because otherwise you'd look like an idiot. Well, he does look like an idiot because uh, at the same time, information came out that he couldn't have had the vaccine because he was suffering from pneumonia. So he was unable to be vaccinated because he was already suffering with another illness. Right. So that ruled him out of being vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my my point is that the, 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 these examples of Karens for me are uh, rife on the internet at the moment. Um, just people sharing stuff and or commenting without actually knowing the information here's a really good example for you my mum shared a post on facebook last week of a uh, a missing person that needed to be found urgently and the date was january 2020 (laughs) (laughs) just just read it it clearly says the date January 2020 and you've just shared it. But the worst thing is, is that my mum wasn't the only one that shared it because somebody shared it for my mum to see it. Right, I see. So it's just like, don't comment and don't share stuff unless you know. Be, uh, just look, just read, so, just a little bit of effort. So as opposed to the normal Karen where someone's getting their knickers twisted over something that's really not worth it, this week's Karen is very much... Uh, uh, a protest against the reactionary ill-informed those that just read something and go shit i need to comment on that quickly yeah, yeah. well yeah like mike hunt is he's, he's still, he's still that form, <laughs> oh, don't he's believe still, he's real but go on. it's still that form of karen where it's like why has he not been vaccinated mm. like relax mate Mike. just there's a reason why he's not been vaccinated let's be realistic he raised 30 million for the nhs do you think he they just missed him off the list yeah true yeah, <laughs> they, that, went, yeah. They, they went through all the list and went oh, look, I'm, I'm sure we're missing somebody <laughs> yeah. no 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 we've got all of the 100 year olds are you sure because there's only about eight... me to put this big pile of money that's just been raised for you oh whack it round the back anyway back to the list i'm sure we're missing somebody <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like mike hunt do you really think that they just missed him off the list no absolutely but, not. but then he is trying to say sort of like oh you know get well soon and that didn't work because the guy died but at the end of the day he did sort of say like get well soon so you know, can you be that angry at it? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm using him as my. If, if you had have read the responses, there was about a thousand people that said the same thing. Like, oh, really? As in, kind of like, why wasn't he vaccinated? This is an outrage. You know, you'd have thought he'd have exactly you know, after all he's done. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my argument really is that is, and my mum as an example, like Karens that just get involved for the sake of getting involved, and they don't actually need to get involved because yeah. obviously someone else has taken care of it. With but oh shit! Thank God Mike Hunt's raised the point that he should have been vaccinated. Oh, why did no one think of that? Well, they did. Yeah. Thank God Mum Leslie Parsons has shared a missing person post from January 2020 because it's January 2021 and we still haven't found him. But we, we forgot about looking for him. But thank you, Leslie Parsons. <laughs> I don't think you should name her by her name. You're going to have to beep that out, I'm telling you. <laughs> no, I don't care. I tell my mum all the time, look at what you're sharing. No, it's more that 
one of the many millions of listeners we've got are going to look up Leslie Parsons and stalk her. She's not worth stalking. Well, you say that, but I stalked her for 15 years. Okay, and that's the end of Karen of the Week. (laughs) Karen, she's done it again. As we come towards the end of episode four of the Little Pickle podcast, uh, we'll talk about what we've got coming up uh, on next week's programme. Programme, is that the right word? I'd say episode. Episode is right, yeah. I'm getting fired in the morning. So, yeah, next week we're going to have our new stories that we're going to pick. We're going to do new stories. We're going to do. Uh, I can't even speak. Sorry, that was literally just noise. <laughs> <laughs> no consonants whatsoever. <laughs> Next week, we're also going to talk about our two most influential musicians. So, people that have influenced us the most, kind of from however when to to today. So, you, but you only get to pick two, Nick. And uh, obviously, I can't be one of them. So, you'll have to go for two and three, probably. Okay. But you know you're my number one. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And actually, that's quite a difficult thing to do because what do you think about it? To narrow it down to two musicians that you want to talk about that have influenced you, you know. I mean, I've had millions. Millions of them influenced me, you know. Yeah. Um, it would be like asking an IT software engineer who he prefers out of Steve Jobs or Bill Gates because that's, yeah. you know, that's, I would imagine that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't really comment. I don't know too much about the world of, you know, technologies and the internet. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be Karen of the Week, if that's all right. Another Karen of the Week. Good. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I've started to really enjoy Karen of the Week, actually. Have you? Yeah, it's been good. It's probably the best bit of the podcast. If are, we, um, are we not going to do Arnold Schwarzenegger gets a job in a Mexican restaurant? Uh, do you want to? I, I would like to, yeah. I'd like to actually see a bit of that now if, if, you've, if he's around. Uh, let me just uh, let me just have a quick look. Let me just. Uh, Arnie, come over quick. Uh, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> me and Nick are just we're just <laughs> we're just doing the, the podcast that I told you about. You know, you said you're thinking about coming on it, um, but I said that obviously you're busy because you're working in the Mexican restaurant now. Yeah, really busy and really busy here making enchiladas. You know, loads of them tacos. People drinking tequila all the time. You know, tequila taco, tequila taco. It's like it's like pumping in the gym. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that. Uh, Arnie, that's great. You can go back to it now. Um, Thanks, Arnie. Always good to hear from you. Yeah, he's he's, he's a busy man at the moment. He's obviously he had to retrain. So yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's going to be making an appearance next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if we can cut, cut him away from the enchiladas for a little bit longer. Okay, tequilas and tacos. Yeah. Um, well, okay. So actually, to be fair, <clears throat> we've got the news stories. We've got the main theme. We've got the Karen of the week. We've got Arnie. Um, are you going to have another go at your six aside? Maybe get the right amount of people this time. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll do. We'll do it properly next week. It was just yeah, a yeah. tease. Yeah. 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 Sure. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely nothing to do with the fact that you don't know how to count to six, was it? No, no, no. Okay, cool. no. I need, I'm a musician. I need to count to four. True, actually. Unless you're playing in six, eight, of course. <laughs> Hello, nerd. <laughs> Music nerd. Get out. Okay. See you later. <laughs> anyway. So that's basically what's coming up. If, if, if you like the sound of that, then I would tune in next week. See you there. Yeah, see you there. So to finish off, Ray, to wrap it all up, to... Uh, to say sayonara for another week. Um, I thought I'd do another Chin Scratchers Lounge for you. Please. Um, and I was having to think about this the other day in the shower, okay? I do a lot of thinking in the shower, I think. Um, it's weird. Yeah. So have you ever noticed um, how 
a lot of the good things in life uh they all begin with s uh, uh permit me to uh to demonstrate okay. uh do you like sex i'm yeah. not propositioning you i'm yeah. just asking <laughs> yeah wow well, yeah 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 we like the sex yeah do you like the sun yeah what the newspaper no the uh the big ball in the sky yes that hot thing yeah yeah it makes us tanned and sexy sexy is another one yeah. um, do you like the sea do you like going in the sea do you like being on boats you know you like that yeah that's good isn't it do you like sleeping love it sleeping is good isn't it what about a hot shower like you know if you come in from a cold day and you have a hot shower a good shower i think you've got a good shower um, where you live yeah 100 yeah, percent. you're laughing what about stretching do you like a good stretch oh who doesn't yeah, who doesn't good isn't it what about i say sustenance is in terms of food everyone likes food don't they and it's the only way I can drink. Yeah. 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 Um, and smiling, you know, it's nice. Someone's got a nice smile. It's, it's a good thing, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Um, I like it. Do you know what I don't like? It begins with S. My name's Nick, so it can't be me. Go on. The Smiths. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>